and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. Um, this episode is called A Wedding, No Funeral, and a Baby. Terrible name. Who the heck's funeral were they even talking about? No funeral. Hope. She's not dead. Oh, they... Who would the... F- no. I hate that. I don't know. It was terrible. Or they're like, haha, we had a funeral last time, but not today. So stupid. This show. I. You know what? I, I hate this show. I quit. Oh. Okay, bye. Welcome back to the Virgin River Visitor Center, a podcast in which I, Caroline, and I, Liz, discuss Netflix's own Virgin River TV show. Wow. Welcome. Welcome back, everyone. Yes. We're so glad that you're here for the season finale season finale of the third season we finally made it we are here only like um eight months later i mean season three came out in july so okay four months later july august september october three i think it's like four it was all of july all of september all of august three and a half no, we're at the end of October. Oh my yeah. gosh, I forgot what what day we were on. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I confused myself. I forgot where we were in time and space. It's October. It's literally almost November. Shh. It's fine. It's fine. It's so fine. four months. Yeah, four months. Like I said. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this is episode. season three episode 10 a wedding no funeral and a baby liz take us away with the summary all right doc is plagued with concern about hope's condition after the car accident and things seem to be getting worse jack makes a huge decision about his and mel's relationship as mel deals with how to share some surprising news great I told you you would like this one because it was short. Yeah, I appreciate it. No. Oh my gosh, you're never going to believe what happened. Someone almost died. Someone almost was arrested. Someone maybe was arrested. Someone shared some personal news. Oh, and there were no boats. Yep. And that was Boat Boat Patrol. Last Boat Patrol of the season. 30 episodes. I'm so sick of this. And no boats. Not a single not even a hint solitary of a boat. boat no None. kayaks no canoes no dry acts no dry acting no little kid boats even this season we didn't even have any ghost boats right this Go- season. no ghost boats that was season two they uh, really hate us they hate us personally physically mentally and emotionally yes everything about us they hate yeah, they're like, oh, you're making a podcast about our show, but basically bashing it. We're not even going to give you one boat. Not a single one. But that is the thing. When you watch an ep- watch a TV show with a critical podcasting eye, you're going to kind of learn. Very critical eye. Yeah, you're going to see just what doesn't work, 
and that can at time ruin the show but i love it all the more because of it basically professional reviewers at this point yes give us a review no give us a thing and we will review honestly um yeah this is virgin river visitor center after dark that's right we're recording at 10 20 p.m so it's it's we got late. a bev we each have a bev and we've it's, got a bit of an adult bevy and it's gonna be great it's we're having a great fun. time it's for Jim over after dark maybe that's why i forgot what day it was maybe don't worry it's still going to be the same like wholesome clean squeak clean podcast just after dark so it's probably a little gonna be more frazzled <laughs> More frazzled than normal. Honestly, it's been a long week. You've heard of Fraggle Rock? Get ready for Frazzle Virgin River Visitor Center. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Isn't that from Frazzle Rock from the Muppets? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I remember that from that one Yeah. Um, uh, show that we watched. Oh, my God. Defunct Land? Defunct Land. The whole, like, three-hour thing in the Muppets yeah. that we watched one night. Everyone... If you love theme parks, um, and weird things, and then if you like sub tiers of TV shows from your childhood, uh, then you're and you haven't watched Defunct Land on, on YouTube, YouTube, you're missing out. There was a whole like five episode arc on <laughs> the Muppets and Jim Henson. It was so interesting, though. We learned so much. We meant to just watch one of them, and then all of a sudden we were in. We yeah. were committed, and we couldn't stop. I now know everything and i'm still to this day mad at disney and jim henson for not working out their contract before jim henson died because yeah there's like disney stuff at disney world but it would have been so much better there was supposed to be like hardcore muppet stuff not just like the muppet 3d movie boo i know like a ride r.i.p jim henson thank you. you you know what i'm looking forward to as i look forward to every year what the muppets christmas carol i don't think i've ever watched (gasps) it it is my favorite telling of a christmas carol that makes sense that feels right for you yeah um so speaking of christmas since this is our last episode of season three and that is all that we have to offer um sad at least virgin river wise on netflix we have some updates woo updates share our updates I actually don't know what the updates are. All right. So next episode after this one is our season three recap where we will just like talk about in more detail our overall thoughts on this season as well as theories for season four. Ooh. And then we're also going to start reading the books finally. All 21 of them or whatever. Yeah. Don't know. Maybe we'll intersperse them. We haven't figured that part out yeah, yet. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe November. Maybe. We're both pretty frast. Frast? Yeah. We're both frast readers, so. Maybe we'll do, like, book one, Virgin River. Um, We're just thinking off the tops of our heads right now. Um, Breaking it into, there are, what, five weeks of November this year? Four? I think there are five. There are five Tuesdays. Oh. Yeah, so there are five Tuesdays in November, and we try, LOL, to post an episode on Tuesdays. So I'm thinking we break the book into five chunks, Mm. and then each week talk about a different 
chunk of the book that way it's not just like overall the whole book that would be a lot and then maybe everyone can read along with us uh, if they would yes. like to if you haven't read the books yet join us for a little virgin river visitor center book club yeah we'll figure out the details and um, post them once we figure it out in the episode notes as well as on our twitter so give us a follow at virgin river pod yes and in december we are going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to stay on Netflix, but we are going to have the annual Virgin River Christmas movie party. Woo, I'm so excited. Netflix, as we all know, drops so many cheesy, awful, but so good movies around Christmas time in the holiday season every year. So we are going to pick some this year to watch and review if you are older listeners not older um if you're seasoned listeners veterans of the podcast you'll remember we last year basically last year we did one so we're going to do that but every week of december woo yay christmas 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 maybe like a non-christmas one too we'll see what netflix has to offer this year yeah we'll see we will see what the vibes are yeah so that uh wraps up some housekeeping i guess yeah i'm excited mm-hmm. hopefully you guys are excited too yeah, I hope so. A little um, switcheroo of the normal content. Yeah, like I want to stay active here even though we won't be getting another season for like a year. Yeah, so I was like reading, I don't know how true this is, but they were saying, yeah, they probably won't release season four until July. Yeah, I think they just started filming it. I saw that on Twitter. I think, I have it. It, but they've been filming it, haven't they? No, I think they ju- maybe they just wrapped filming. Maybe Something. that's what it was. Yeah. But spoiler alert, Hope was in the video I saw. Yeah, we all know that Hope's coming back. That actress just couldn't make it to season three, and then but she still has a contract. They yeah. can't kill her. We love Hope. We do love Hope. I'm glad that she's alive. She just has Somehow. some terrible, terrible brain damage or something. Yeah, well, this medical stuff, um, we'll get into it a little bit further because I think there's one more thing I had to mention here. Christmas, season four. I don't know. Well, wherever we were going, we're not going there anymore. Now we're going on a new journey. Yes. All right, so. Bring us back to the actual episode. All right, so this episode had a lot. So much. It starts Were you overwhelmed off. by the episode? I wasn't because overwhelmed I was. per se because I was invested the whole time uh, for once. But I just feel like they were... I they, just got so stressed. There were so many storylines going on. They were really banking on getting a season four. Yeah. Which is why I'm convinced they knew that they were getting that season four and that they have been filming for a while. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so this episode takes place 10 days following the funeral. And that means it's been like, what, 12 days since Mel went to L.A. Keep that in your noggins, everyone, okay? Maybe two weeks at the most. Maybe. Like a solid 14 days. Yeah. So Mel and Jack and Doc are all at the hospital waiting on results of Hope's CT scan. And we learn she has brain swelling from trauma and mel and doc are in full-on medical mode this was i think one of the most cringy parts of the episode but i also kind of liked it where they were like we're a medical show we're gonna throw out 
every medical term we could possibly throw out they to really remind were. you that we are medical. Yeah, and I know that they were like, oh, well, Doc's a doctor, so the other doctor would talk to him like a doctor. But in reality, doctors aren't going to be like, there's cerebral edema and there's no. hemorrhaging. No. Okay, yeah, I know medical terms, so I know that that means there is swelling of the, brain. Of the cerebral brain area. Mm-hmm. But like, no, they would just be like, the brain has swelling and could bleed. Right. In my notes, I wrote, love that they are explaining in detail all the medical stuff for us mortals. Yeah. Uh, so like, I mean, the one thing I will say, um, after the doctor's like, we're going to put her in a coma. Scary. Uh, yeah. Doc is a good doctor who listens to other doctors because he trusted the judgment of that doctor. And he's like, all right, that's the plan. Right. He knew that this was outside of his area of expertise and he was not the doctor here because he's emotionally invested in the person's well-being. Right. Um, poor doc, though. He is really feeling it. He's this really episode. looking rough. And he says, I've made so many mistakes when it comes to hope. I just pray to God this isn't another one. Oh, oh. I know. <sighs> doc yeah. was really getting me all in my feels. Oh, my gosh. Poor Doc. Like, I mean, I know I just said that exact same thing. But Doc is going through it. He really is. And it's so Mel and Jack have been there every single day. All of those 10 days, Mel and Jack have also been there with him. Who's been taking care of the clinic? Did they just shut it down for these 10 days? Like Maybe. I had an annual physical checkup, but both my doctor and the nurse practitioner are gone. I guess maybe unless everybody just kind of like knows and they're like, mm, we're, we're being pretty understanding. What but if like, I need stitches? What if my little boy <sighs> fell and needs stitches? That is the closest medical Jack's facility. actual business? Thank he goodness he has preacher. Yeah. Thank goodness. For now. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. But yeah, for now. Um, let's just stay on Doc and we'll just like finish off with Doc. Um, the weirdest part of the episode. It was cute, but weird. I'm so confused. I don't get it. Why? Because Lizzie just randomly shows up at the hospital at one point and brings Doc some headphones. Excuse I'm me. sorry, wireless earbuds. R.I.P. Caroline's wireless earbuds. That she put in the washer by accident. And the dryer. <laughs> Ooh. But you have one working one. One works for now. Yes. I also love that they couldn't say AirPods. Okay. Hear me out here. Those were an AirPods case. I'm no okay so Lizzie shows up to the hospital weird she like snuck in she cried I, it was great I do love that she was like I can cry on demand and Doc was like I could see that yeah she's like I made you a playlist and here's some wireless earbuds and you can find the playlist in your iTunes do you have an Apple ID so they were able to say iTunes which first of all it's not even iTunes anymore know, it's, it's Apple, Apple music yeah and second of all, they're allowed to say Apple ID, but AirPods, they're not allowed to say AirPods. I think probably because like iTunes is like such like a generalized thing now, like it's part of the like common vernacular. So it's not like as trademarked as like an AirPod is. I guess. But again, like, oh, Apple ID, 
iTunes, right. but yet the AirPods. Oh, yeah, but that's probably why they said iTunes instead of Apple Music because iTunes is more common. Is Apple ID um, catchphrased? <laughs> a registered copy mark? Copy, copyrighted? Yes. Trademarked? Trademarked. It's probably trademarked. We got there. <laughs> After dark. Uh, it probably isn't because that's just like the name. It's like your username. Good point. Good point. So, and I don't think you can really copyright a uh, a word such as username. That's true. I bet some people have tried to do things. Like a la that. Taylor Swift oh trying to copyright gosh. 1989. Girl, you cannot copyright a year. Right. You cannot claim that. Um. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> So then Lizzie's like, yeah, I made you this playlist on iTunes and it's just, you know, some quality classic music from the 60s and 70s. Because you're old. Yeah. And this is so sweet. However, okay, he doesn't have an Apple ID. And she's like, okay, I'll just log in with mine. No, that was a bad idea. He's going to buy so many apps on your phone or on his phone now. Well, he doesn't know how. Maybe he's he's going to like one day be like, oh, I need this like app, and he's gonna accidentally download. And okay, but if he buy doesn't it, have an Apple ID, one, thinking about this, why does he even he, have a smartphone? Yeah, two, how did he literally get anything on his phone? Yeah, you need one. You need one when you set up your iPhone. <sighs> That's true. <laughs> and to like sign into anything. Maybe he still has like an iPhone four before they made the Apple ID thing. Maybe or, or. Hope set it up for him, and he just has no idea what it is. Oh, that's definitely it. That is the answer. 100%. He just has no idea how his phone works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the poor man is so confused about technology. He really We've is. seen his office. Yeah. He poor still guy. uses a Rolodex. Poor guy. But so Lizzie makes him his playlist, and they like sit there, and she tells him about how music usually makes her feel better. And she puts in the... Uh, or gives him like the airpods and he listens to it and he starts getting teary-eyed because they played uh was it drift away yes but not the uncle cracker version no <laughs> the og version yeah and he was just like i love this song and then he starts to cry and then lizzie starts to cry it's a whole moment Give me the people, I can free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. I'm singing the Uncle Cracker version. Okay. Drift away, yay. New, 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 new. Uh, yeah. Anywho. So, yeah. Then Doc and Lizzie listen together. So cute. It's so cute. And he's crying and Lizzie's on the verge of tears. I loved it. It was so good. Still very confused why Lizzie was there, but whatever. Yeah, unsure. Um, and then the last really scene we see of Doc. Um, we don't see him until Muriel shows up, right? No. He just is kind of big yeah. chilling. So Doc is just at the hospital. Um, Hope still isn't doing very well. Like, we get a call, or he called Jack, and Jack's like, oh, yeah, she's doing better. But then in this new scene... They're like, she, just kidding, took a turn for the worst. She has a fever, which means she probably has an infection. Yeah, and Doc is really worried, and thankfully his BFF, Muriel, is there. And she's just concerned about him. Yeah, and he's like, I'm not good, I'm just surviving. (laughs) But Um, Muriel does bring the sweetest little gift. Oh my gosh, it's so cute, but it's a little awkward. Oh, super uncomfortable, but it's the kind of thing... 
that people of her age group mm, mm-hmm. really love. Yeah, she and the sewing circle. The girls. The girls um, made a photo collage blanket. And I love it. It's got everyone. <laughs> but where did they get these pictures? I don't know, but it was so good. Yeah, we have Mel. We have Jack. We have Doc. We have Connie. We have Muriel. We have... The whole cast. Everyone. The, all the gang. Yeah. Who has that blanket? I don't know. Like, I hope they auction it off. That'd be fun. We need it. Literally. I want but that it's so. Blanket. But they made the blanket for her so that when she wakes up, she has everyone there with her. Which is cute. Super uncomfortable. Um, yeah, so it's very emotional because Doc is crying. He really breaks down here. He does. And he regrets all of the past choices he made regarding Hope. And he blames himself for her getting in her accident. And that is always how it is. Some, like, the, you know, someone always blames themselves for things that are unavoidable. And I think that this car accident, yeah, maybe it wouldn't have happened if she had been there earlier, but it did happen. And it's no one's fault. But it at also this could point. have happened at another time. Right. He, he, she could have always gotten in a car accident. Exactly. But Hope is a tough broad. Mm-hmm. You know that she's going to pull through that. Oh, 100%. We've seen her up and moving. So she is too resilient to die in a car accident yeah she's gonna die literally like being struck by lightning riding a horse that she just found in the wilderness and goes off into the sunset a hundred percent or something i don't know definitely yeah so i'm kind of upset that um the episode ends there with hope but i know why because the actress literally was not there to film a hey i'm okay scene right so we have to and wait they, until... And that's also just where they end it with Doc. It is. That's that's all we get for Doc this episode. Him dealing with um, guilt over something that is out of his control. I know. This is the most emotion we've seen from Doc. Yes. In three seasons, though. He still did his weird laugh thing, though. Yeah. I'm going to comment on his laugh every time he laughs because it just feels so fake. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> Santa Claus. It's a distinguished older gentleman. Mm-hmm laugh yeah um speaking of lizzie let's go ahead and finish her storyline because she wasn't super prevalent she wasn't super prevalent this episode um so like we said she goes to be there with doc for some reason is he just adopting all of the young women in town all the strays all the strays they're his yeah you know how like some people just take in cats (laughs) he takes in girls but not in a gross way in a right. good way. Even kind of Jack. Jack kind of falls into that too, though. So True. he just takes in anybody that has no father figure. Except for apparently Ricky. Yeah. Jack is the cat that brings its babies to the person that it wants to rescue. Oh. And that's Doc. Yeah. And Ricky is the baby in this case. Aw. Well, that actually brings perfect segue there for Ricky. Ricky goes to talk to Lizzie, who's at the bike truck. And he's like, I'm sorry. And she goes, I don't want apologies. Yeah. And he's like, well, I just like assumed you would tell me not to enlist because you want to get married and have kids. And she's like, what? Uh, Dude. No. No, it is not 1950. Yeah, Lizzie, you tell him it is not 1950. And literally he's getting all of this because they did like those. A BuzzFeed quiz. Right. Where it was talking about like having kids. 
Ricky, stop you being an eighteen-year-old boy. Sweet little cinnamon roll, you. You sweet little baby cherub. Oh, you poor thing. He's stop. gonna he's gonna get beat the heck up at oh, the Marines. He's gonna get chewed up and spit out. They're gonna you? haze him. Probably. Oh, he's gonna die in a hazing accident. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna quite be that but it's not he is great. so innocent he's gonna fall for all of the baloney i know uh ricky so yeah i guess he's going will we mm-hmm. see him next season i don't know will he be in san diego or south carolina or the moon i don't know well, i don't know anything space horse. <laughs> but he wants to do the marines he'd rather yeah. be on land not they're in, in water space. too he doesn't want to be in any kind of air situation. He wants to be in our current atmosphere. Yeah. He wants to stay earthen, earthbound. Earthbound. No lunar Ricky yet. That'd be fun. That would be. Um, yeah. And so then Lizzie's like, look, Ricky, I loved you. That's right. Past tense. Loved. She doesn't love him anymore. That's right. Ooh. And then she's like, hey, babe. And look who it is. It's that guy she used to date, Grambler. <laughs> I, I forgot his name. Like, could you not? I could not remember Parker. I knew it was like, er, right? <laughs> so I was. I took a shot in the dark and I typed in my notes, Grambler. So yeah, Lizzie's friend, Grambler. <laughs> or, you by. know, Parker. Parker Grambler, I don't know. They're so similar in name. So similar. I don't know how you got those confused. Yeah. So Grambler's like, "Hey, girl, what up?" And so it makes it look like. So mm-hmm. Lizzie is really playing Ricky here. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, "Oh yeah, Grambler and I, ha ha ha." <laughs> and then later, when she and Grambler are hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's his name now. <laughs> you can't say something like that when I take a sip. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just almost died. My bee. Do you want to single host the show? Yes. Hello, it's me talking about Virgin River with no one to banter with. <laughs> just you reciting every episode. That would be so boring. Yeah, um, so then Lizzie and Parker are talking, and he's like, babe, I still love you. I'm not in the club business anymore. No, no, now I'm in the cross-country road trip business. Come with me. Sir, read the room. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, thank you, Parker. I'm, I do not want to go with you. What? Yeah. I love you. And she does not say anything back. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also, I don't know if we knew this before, but it was a news to me that the reason, part of the reason why they broke up was because he cheated on her with her friend because she wouldn't sleep with him. I'm not surprised that she broke up with him. Grambler seems the type. Grambler <laughs> is the type. That's why his name is Grambler. Ugh. Virgin River, please contact us to name every minor character from now on. Uh, yeah, our guts will tell us <laughs> something. Let us pre-watch the episode and take notes. Yes, and then whatever comes out of the notes. Pretty please. Name that person that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the end of Brady. Or not Brady. Oops. Um, Ricky and Lizzie. I saw Brady's name. Because uh, let's, let's, let's talk do, about them. Let's do Brady next. Good and old so, Brady. 
Good old Brad. Speaking with Brady, we also then have to talk about Brie because guess what, everyone? They're still kind of together. Kind of ish. It's so cute. And At I least love for them like a minute. So much. Because Brie wants to leave. Oh no, where is she going to go? She doesn't know. She just needs to leave Virgin River. She wants to go somewhere where no one knows her. Yeah. Where nobody knows your name. It's not Cheers. <laughs> nope. Yeah, but. so she clues Mel in that she wants to leave, um, which is very sad. And she's like, please, please, pretty please do not tell Jack. I kind of just want to, like, ghost my brother. She wants Mel to tell Jack for her. Mel's going to get in trouble if she does oh, 100%. that. 100%. So maybe not. It's very sad. Um, and we learn more about... Why she's been so sketched out by her ex. Yeah, and why Brie has her traumatic backstory. And it's, it's trigger very, warning. Yeah, so trigger warning, um, rape and sexual assault warning. Uh, Brie and that guy, remember when that person was saying, oh, so-and-so. Well, it turns out Brie kind of knew this man. He, She thought he was attractive, charismatic. And dating. Yeah, and then one night she was really tired and just wanted to sleep, but then he had sex with her without her consent, and she said no, and he kept going, and that really affected her as it would. Obviously. Yes, and um, she's never really gotten over it, and... I'm glad that she was able to share her story with Mel. Mm-hmm. And that's really traumatic. And I'm so sorry that that happened to her. And it makes everything else make a lot more sense. Oh, yes. The kind of like wildness and the drinking and like... Mixing alcohol with pills. Which she also said that she felt dumb about, but also why she needs to be on Xanax and mm-hmm. why she's also avoiding her doctor. Yes. Yeah. And it also turns out that this pregnancy that she miscarried... Mm. Miscarried... She's pretty sure is from that night. Yeah. So now that adds a whole nother layer of things that she's having to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I can see why she needs a little bit of a break. She needs to get out. Yeah. Um, and it's very sad. And for once, Mel didn't make it about her. Thank goodness. Mel was just there to be a good friend and listen. Right. Although to your point earlier when we were talking about this, why did the writers of this show not use the word sexual assault or rape? Yeah. They alluded to it, but like just use the words. Right. So I understand Brie herself not saying it because it was a really traumatic experience Mm -hmm. for her and she probably wasn't ready to quite say what happened. But Mel could have said something in that moment, been like, Brie, do you know that was rape or that was sexual assault? Mel could have been the person for the audience to clue us in because some people watching still might not understand what happened. Right, and that what happened to her was sexual assault. Yes, because some people, they hear that and they're like, oh, well, they were dating, that's fine. No, that no, is not fine. That's not how that works. is not okay. No. So we just want oh. to put that out there that we are understanding of Brie in this situation and what happened to her is rape. 100%. And the stop. writers, it really is upsetting that they didn't acknowledge it. Mm-hmm properly and again that they didn't even put like a trigger warning or something for the episode no like if like i can only imagine like going into that blind and not knowing Mm -hmm. like if you've had something similar happen like but then brie 
going to move on just because we're running out of time. Not really. But and we're we getting to... passionate about that yeah. subject. Um, Bree then is at Brady's house when he comes home. Ooh. And she's like, I want to hang out. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she like, takes his it. hand and they're holding hands. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. They're the cutest and sweetest couple in this entire town. I don't care if Brady's And the only criminal. one that makes the most sense like time-wise and logistics-wise. Yeah. They end up watching a movie. Um, is it The Sting? No, it's whatever his favorite movie was. I think it was The Sting. It was ago. on the, the DVD card. Oh, I don't remember. What I couldn't really see it that well. Movie was Brady and Brie are going to watch one of his favorite movies, The Sting. And it, he's convinced she's going to love it. Yeah. And then he tries to give her a massage. And he's like, all right, I'm ready to like get it on with you. And she's like, no, no, no. Time out. Um, I'm going to leave town. Yep. And he's like, what? No, you can't go because romantic moment right here, right now. Romantic moment alert. Ooh. Oh my gosh. He is in love with her. And he's like, well, first of all, he's like, she says, I'm going to leave town. And he goes, what about us? And I went, what about everything we've been through? What about trust? trust. You know, I never wanted to hurt it's you such right a now. good song. But yeah, he goes, what about us? And I'm like, good song. Gotta go my own way. High School Musical 2. Listen to it if you haven't before. Banger. Yeah. And he says um, that after everything that they've been through, he's falling in love with her. And she's like, but we just don't make sense together. You tried Brie, to kill my brother. Bree, I can't get enough of you. There's this heat that I've never felt before. You have to stay. And she's like, if I stay, if I say yes, I feel like I'm going to regret it. Ooh. Also, he uses your favorite word again when talking about her. What? He What is he? Uh, friggin something or other. I forget oh. exactly what he said. Yeah. Friggin. Yes. It's your favorite word. Yeah, and then, so they're watching this movie, and he made popcorn, like the sweetie pie that he is, but then... extra butter and extra salt on her popcorn, though, which is kind of gross. It kind of gross, but then, bang, bang, bang. Oh, flashback. Earlier in the day, Brady was accosted by... Calvin. Calvin. Ugh, Calvin. Nothing good ever comes from him. Calvin is the actual worst. He's back and worser than ever. All the drarges. All mm-hmm. the charges got dropped against him. Because no one wanted to testify. Not Ooh. even Spencer. Come on, Spencer. I mean, I kind of understand it because Spencer wants to like live. but Yeah, but like literally, um, Brady didn't kill you. The least you can do is testify. Um, can I just tell you how I wrote my notes for this part, though? Yeah. Calvin wants to use emeralds to run drugs <laughs> and he'll cover the expenses. Uh, okay. First of all, <laughs> emeralds are not um, moving beings. They can't transport anything. <laughs> Instead of emerald lumber, it is emeralds. He wants to use emeralds mm, yeah. to transport drugs. But no, he is going that to is use... That is now lore. He's like, hey, Brady, I know you're broke. Uh, and that your log farm's failing, he he he, because I gave you a faulty log farm. <laughs> because it was never supposed to be real. Yeah, so tell you what, I will pay six months of your back orders or whatever. Backlog yeah. or whatever. Basically get Brady back into the black. Not in debt. Yeah. All you have to do is not 
say anything and let me sell drugs. And Brady's like, mm, I can't do that, though. Yeah. Way to be better, Brady. Definitely. You finally are turning a leaf. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we can't send Brady to... Fr- I literally wrote in my notes, don't send Brady to prison. He's too hot. I mean, you're not wrong. It would be a shame. It really would be. But, but I mean, I guess it's a good thing, though, when they came to do the search warrant yeah. that Brie was there. Flash forward, we're back in the present time. The police are here. They are going to search his house. They have a warrant. Brie, ever the lawyer, even looks and says, yep, it's legit. Yeah, she's like, mm, let me see that warrant before you come in here. Yeah, and they're rummaging throughout the house. And For ew, a while. Ew, disgusting, gross. Mike is there. I yep. hate Mike so much. You know what he says to Brie? He's like, Brie, uh, okay, I'm paraphrasing here. You could do better. Ew, Brie, I can't believe you're here. Like, ugh, you're wasting your time with this low-life scum of the earth man. You should be with me. Yeah, ugh, Mike, I hate you so much. Mike, maybe you should try to get girls without arresting the person that they're Ooh, interested in. Shots fired. You're attractive enough without that weird goatee thing. You probably could do it, but ugh, like... Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Speaking of shots fired... Guess what they find in Brady's car? After literally hours of searching. Yeah, it's, it's dark a out sus. now. They were in the light time, and now it's literally pitch black dark. Poor Brie is like having to watch this go down. They find a gun. That apparently matches the kind that shot Jack. Under the car seat, under his front seat of his Wedged seat. under the car seat. Um, and poor Brady, he's like, that's not mine. It was planted. He planted it there. And being framed. And then and no one believes him. They take him away. And it's so. And Brie is not happy. She's like, sad. oh my God, you shot my brother. Yeah. You lied to me. Before he goes, he's like, I didn't shoot Jack. Ugh. I believe him. I believe him. Is it time for Crime Watch? Yeah, let's get into Crime Watch because. This is the perfect well, segue. It'll actually, it'll help lead into the next thing that happens, yeah. All right, so Crime Watch, um, our number one suspect. First of all, I would like to address an email that we received. Um, we got an email from, what's their name? I have that as a question. We're going to get into it now. Every question corner. You have other questions. Fine. This is part of Crime Watch because I'm convinced that Bert killed his wife. Okay, fine. What's her name? Pull up the email. I think it's Mariana. Wow, I'm hurt and upset. That was a good question that I had in here. Um, was your question, what did Bert do to his wife? The answer, he killed her. I said, who is Bert's wife and where is she? Dead in the dark. Dead with Wes. All right. We received an email from Mariana. And she asked, um, first of all, like, why are you so obsessed with uh, Bert? Well... He's because too sus. He's always there. But for no reason. Why is he always there? Tell me that. He wasn't in this episode, which makes me then more suspicious of him. Yes. Um, and so Mariana wants to know what happened to Bert's wife because Bert's like, hey, by the way, my Lily introduced me to my wife at the funeral when he was speaking for absolutely no reason. And Mariana but where was wants to know wife? where is the wife? And who my is she? Theory, I don't know who she is. But I do know is that she is dead. Bert killed her for her money Supposedly. because his um, 
towing business was failing because there's literally only five people in town mm -hmm. and most of them don't have cars because Jack is just driving them everywhere. Because he's the town Uber. Yeah, he's the, uh, I almost said Juber. <laughs> oh gosh. The Tuber. He's the Tuber, yeah. the town Uber. Um, and so no one needed towing businesses, towing services. So he's like, well, my wife is quite rich because she is a log heiress again logging it all relates and he kills her for her life insurance you've thought really hard about this this is actually kid you not all coming from my head right now mm, i don't believe you okay and yeah so he kills her for the money that's why she's not there it's sad they were introduced but, but he had case, to get rid of then her why is nobody else questioning where she is because he is so nice hmm He's always like, oh, I'm so nice. I'm the bumbling town fool. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I do think that he, because of lumber, right? So right. he has a role to play in the Brady-Calvin situation. He owns the lot that Brady now owns. And once he learned that Calvin was the one who was like in on it, he was like, oh, He's not in the drug business. He's only in crime. He's not in drugs. Hmm. So he had to like get rid of it. But before he did that, he poisoned all the trees. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I, I don't there know. That's my crime watch. Um, theory. Theory. Is that, uh, what's his name? Bert. Bert. Poisoned the trees, setting Brady up. Well, Lorex would hate him. He would. Yeah. But I'm going to throw somebody else new onto the crime watch <gasps> board. Okay. And because I, I can't remember if we've talked about him on the crime watch before. I'm going to throw Mike oh, up on the board. Are you talking? What are you kidding about? Mike's I, Mike is always my number one suspect. Because, and hear me out, when Brady's car was being searched and they found the gun, Brady said he put that there. He could have been Calvin, though. But Mike was there. He would have said Calvin put it there. But he said he put it there. And then it cut to Mike. Mm. Mike put it there and Brady knows it. Right. And Mike is like too insistent that it's Brady. Yeah. Like he is trying too hard to make Brady be the suspect. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's a little suspicious. I concur. And so I think that Mike could potentially be a dirty cop. Yeah. Because I mean, how else was Calvin tipped off about the raid to hide everything? Mm. Mm. Interesting. Unless the person that was doing the raid told him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There we go. So, Mike, you are number one suspect when we get back in season four. Uh, Yeah. So, Mike and Bert. Bert's yeah. still up there. Bert's being... like the ultimate up there. Yes. But, like, yeah. as far as who actually shot Jack, I'm going to say it. It's going to, I think it's Mike. Yeah. My gut's on Mike. Um, There's a, you know, on the other side of our murder board that we haven't really looked at much this season. It's gotten a little dusty, wusty. Worse for wear because the writers thought that they could just pull a fast one on us and forget about it until now. So uh, we all know Preacher, right? And he's festering a child who's the son festering? of... Festering? Yeah. <laughs> fostering? <laughs> yeah, fostering. <laughs> uh, he's Christopher's current legal guardian because his mom, Michelle Page... Is on the lamb. Is on the lamb. And uh, seems suspicious, right? Because Sally, this person that is the one who brought Christopher to Preacher mm -hmm. at in the end the of last place. season. Yeah. Yeah. She shows up and is like, let's talk. We got to talk about 
page she's going to turn herself in and preacher's like no she can't do that we talked about it and then she's like good all right i have to take you somewhere i have to take you to talk to her yeah oh but let's stop for snackies and drinkies on the way right let's stop for some yummy snacks oh here's your soda pop and he is thirsty. He he's chugs a thirsty boy. it down. And he's like, she, he was like, oh, I should have paid. And she's like, oh, no, that's okay. Cut to them arriving in a very scary part of the woods. Mm-hmm. With nothing around. And, and he's a little wobbly. It's suspicious. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Literally, in my notes, I wrote, Sally is sus. Yeah, once they started playing that music, I knew something was about See, to happen. I wrote it before that. Mm. I was like, there's something about her that doesn't sit right with me. I was confused once they got out of the car and were in the woods. Mm. I'm like, well, this is weird. But yeah, she done drugged him. Dang. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, you always buy your own soda. Mm-hmm. Or it's a closed bottle, everyone. Mm-hmm. No. We don't accept open cups from no anyone. No pop from strangers here. I don't even accept it from Caroline. She could try to murder me one day. Uh, oh my gosh, look over there. Stab, stab, stab. I did Ooh. have a dream one time that Caroline was legitimately trying to murder me. Good dream. It was terrifying. It might come true. Ooh. Spooky. Um, yeah. So to finish off. Oh, well, and so now Preacher's passed out and that's the end of Preacher. But then Christopher. <laughs> the end of Preacher. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Jack might not get a partner in his restaurant anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah. As um, I alluded to earlier. Yeah, they, uh, Preacher officially is going to be partner. Yay. Ooh. Preacher isn't home when Connie and Christopher come home with some pizza. And Christopher is pumped because he ma- he thinks that means that he can eat the whole pizza himself. Mm-hmm. And Christopher opens a box of pizza and then walks away. Um, Christopher, that is a crime. Sir. That is a crime. That is the number one crime that you just committed right there. Honestly. Your pizza is going to get cold. Literally. Close you, don't, the box. you do not open the pizza until it is ready. Mm-hmm. And then once you grab your slice, what do you do? Close it. Close it. That is correct. You close that box right Keep back the up. heat in. You want that pizza hot. Yes. No one wants lukewarm pizza. I mean. You either eat it hot or cold. No in between state. Yeah. Although you don't like cold pizza. No, so. I do not. But some people do. I love cold pizza. And when Christopher's walking away, who do we see? Sitting in the dark in the house. I almost said Lance. Vince. That's right. It's Vince. The evil. Being creepy sitting in the dark. The evil twin, but they're both evil. Yes. The secondary evil twin. The more evil twin. Yes. Vince is in the house. The call is coming from inside the house. Uh, And then it literally just ends. Yeah. So So we have no idea. I know we're going to speculate in the next episode that we record, but... Christopher and Connie are going to be dead in season four. Or Connie is going to murder. <gasps> yeah. Uh-huh. That's yep. it. A hundred percent. And then she's going to be like, Christopher, you didn't see anything. Christopher, this poor kid. Right. Uh, first, his mom is abducted. And then this person who claimed they knew his mom is actually a murderess. Potentially. And you know why I knew she was a murderess? Or a bad guy, she pulled a mel and she wore some very impractical boots into she really the woods. Did. She was wearing some fashion booties. Mm. You don't wear fashion boots into the woods. No. 
Sally would have known better. She's up to something. If not murder, then what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she is on the crime board as part of the Vince West Paige Michelle story. Yes. She knows something. Obviously. Well, yeah. And that was Crime Watch. Yeah. Um, crime Watch. Crime I know. Watch. I was going to say, is there anything else? No. No more, more crime. No more crime. This town is riddled with crime. Riddled with crime. And the answers will never be answered. No. Questions will never be answered. Nope. Um. All right. Bringing it back to the episode. Excuse me. A little hiccup. And last up is... Our biggest storyline. Oh, should we like casually drop mention? Um, well, it's like part of Mel Jack, but like a subset of Mel Jack. They go to visit Tara. She's like checking on her and she's like, oh my gosh, you won't believe it. Someone bought the farm and I get to stay here and I don't have to no, move. They opened a like a fund for her. Like okay, a, yeah, it's basically they bought the farm. She doesn't have to move. An anonymous donor. And Over Jack, the trust. That's the word I was looking for, a yeah. trust. And Jack, after Tara leaves the room, turns to Mel, and he's like, hmm, I, I wonder, wonder who, who that, that could that be. Was. And she's like, How, why do you think it's me? And he says, and I quote, I'm who else could be so generous and wouldn't want to take the credit? Basically, anybody who's actually generous, Jack. Um, like, anyone? Right. Uh. But also, so Mel is definitely loaded. I know we've had this discussion before, but, like, this just very much confirms that she has a lot of money. Yeah. If she can set up a trust for two people to live off of. For 18 plus years. How much money do we think she has? I bet she's a millionaire. But, like, how? Well, she was married to a doctor. True. He probably had really good life insurance. And he died. And then they sold their house. Which that was a oceanfront mm-hmm. property. She made a lot of money off that she house. She sold the boat. Sold the boat. She probably sold a lot of her possessions. Mm. She probably went on a who, what, where. Honestly. And sold all of her high-end luxury items. Yeah, she has a lot of money. She moved to a cabin in the woods. That is covering the cost of her cost of Yeah, she is currently living. is getting a paycheck but does not have to pay any utilities. Yep, or pay rent. <laughs> Yeah, so she's got the money. Yeah, and it's not like Virgin River is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Speaking, and she also doesn't pay for any food. Yeah, considering that Jack so never charges her for anything. Oh my gosh, Mel, freeloader. Honestly, freeloader alert. Hey. Um. Okay, this is gonna sound mean. Okay, bear with me though. Tara then gives Mel a painting. This is a nice moment. It was a very sweet moment. It was very cute. So she gives Mel a painting and she's like, Lily would have wanted you to have this. My dad painted this. It is not a good painting. It's like cute. It's nice, but like I I would have been like, oh no, that's nice. Tara, you can, you can have it. Which Mel kind of tries to do, but she's like, no, like that's a family heirloom. And Tara is like, no, like. My mom wanted you to have it so that even if you left, you would always have a little bit of Virgin River with you. She didn't. Could she have anything else, please? She could take one of it your horses. It wasn't that bad of a painting. No, it wasn't. You're being dramatic. I am being dramatic for the effect. It's Virgin River after dark where dark. we just say what we want. Literally. So that's, that's Tara. She's So we're going to have Tara in season four. Yeah. And she seems to be doing okay. I mean, 10 days in. Mm-hmm. 12 days in, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so the episode with the Jack and Mel storyline, we start off. I can't say it. You have to say it. Mel's pregnant. Oh, that's where we're starting off? Mm, so, yeah. Yeah, we start off with Mel looking at her phone. It's like an email. And at the very bottom in bold letters. Yes. Indicates a likelihood of pregnancy. You be so this, pregnant, girl. This woman who apparently has been trying to get pregnant for like years with her now dead husband, but before he was dead. Now just out of nowhere. Pregnant? Yeah. Question mark? And we and she's shook. We don't know if the baby is a frozen, thawed, and transplanted embryo baby. embryo baby from Mark and her genetic DNA, or if it is a natural, random fluke of baby Jack. embryo from Jack and Mel's lovemaking. Blech. We don't know. Mel also doesn't know, apparently. Mel doesn't know. And I don't want to spend too much time on this because, wow, we've been talking for <laughs> some time now. But that's not how implantation works. No, that's not how IVF works. Exactly. Implantation, like, yeah, the, like, actual, like, biological, regular way of making a baby. Sure, that actually could track. IVF, well, I have never had a baby, nor do I plan on having one anytime soon. I do know the steps and the struggles and the hardships and the time it takes. Right, and she literally IVF. just went back to her doctor. Yeah. There's no way that they like gave her a little eggy the first day that she was there because she wasn't taking the vitamins, she wasn't doing the shots. Like it's a whole process. Mm-hmm. Her body was not making that estrogen and yeah, progesterone. They- there's no way that she was implanted that day and exactly 12 days later, maybe 14. She's already pregnant. That is not how that works. No. I mean, it can be like 10 days um, once they implant. But again, that's if you've been like working with your doctor. Right. And like, why would they have already tested her? Uh, yeah. I Wait, yeah, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. It has to be Jax. That's the only thing that makes logical sense or third option mel's a hussy potentially and she's been out with another oh, when man. they were broken up and she was mm-hmm. sad in la yeah mm. yeah could have been that but again it's also only been like two weeks since that and yeah that's true she took like the early early <laughs> early pregnancy test like 10 days early the one that like you're Missing your period by like an hour. Yeah. We got to go. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm, this is why I'm mad at Mel. Not that she doesn't know. Like that's fine. fine. But it's just like logistically lose, knowing lose. Mel. Use your logical brain here, Mel. It doesn't. You're like, smarter than this. She would. It's so out of character for her to actually go through with thawing a baby out and putting it in her. Thawing a baby out. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, the fertilized egg. It's just, I hate Mel. I hate her. And it's not her fault. It's the writer's fault. And it's Robin Carr's fault because maybe this is in the books. I don't know. know. We've never read them. Who actually was like cool with this storyline? Who was cool with this? Please let us know if you were cool with this because I immediately was like, ew, no, not this yeah it was just weird i didn't like it i didn't either 
But so after Mel gets out of the bathroom, finding out that she's potentially pregnant, Jack just wants to like hang out. He wants to like take her to dinner at the pier. He's very insistent mm-hmm. that they need to go out to dinner at the pier. And she's like, well, I mean, why don't we just stay in? He's like, no, we need to go. And she's like, oh, fine. Uh, and then we later find out. So cut to the bar. It's because shocker of all shockers. He's going to propose to her. the question. And um, look- I'm so happy about this. So don't, don't get, don't lie. I'm not going to lie. Really? Um, yeah. I don't like the timing of it. And yeah, I don't like his reasoning behind it. The timing feels weird. And yes, when he's talking to Preacher, he's like, yeah, it's because I love her and she's the one. And everything that happens with Doc and Hope just made me realize I want to be married to Mel. Yeah, but um, newsflash, Jackaroni, mm, Doc and Hope are not married. Not at the moment. Mm, no, they well, were. No, I think they're, they're technically, technically yeah, they're yeah. technically still married. And literally in my notes, I have this bolded in here. It says, Jack literally only wants to get married to Mel because of Hope's accident. But he's also freaking out about being married again. Maybe that's a sign you aren't ready to be married yet. Yeah. And when he tells Preacher, I don't think Preacher was that excited because he's like, I'm going to need you to be my best man. And Preacher's like, yeah. But he's like, yeah. I do love you and Mel together. No, this is how he says it. I'm going to use his um, speech pattern. He's like, yeah, yeah, that is great. You two are you two are good together. Preacher seems a little like what? Yeah. He wasn't super enthralled. Enthralled? Enthralled. Ugh. So yeah, he's gonna ask her to do the marriage. Which yes. okay, I know it's like bad timing, but I'm still so excited for them and it's so sweet. And because Jack does love her so much. Longer. Yes, but Jack loves her so much and he just wants it he just wants to be with her and but he again, wants to make it official again reminder no they have only officially been together for, for three like two seasons months. for three seasons it has been two it months has been three seasons that's so long three whole seasons he cannot get mad at charmaine and todd for getting engaged and married Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Charmaine and Todd are married now. Oh, yeah. And Charmaine's going to, like, attack Jack for wanting to be a biological and Yeah, wanting to be in his child's life father. because Todd doesn't want that Jack to be in the life and she has to do everything that makes Todd happy. Todd's the worst. Charmaine, you should Honestly. do better. I feel for you. But, like, ew, you picked right. him. Good luck with your divorce. Literally. And she's mad that Jack wants to be a parent. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. Also, she still looks 0% pregnant. Zero. Zero. All right, that's enough of that. I don't want to focus on the negativity. Negativity there. Unlike the engagement, which, um, spoiler, doesn't actually happen. And it's, like, weird. Yeah, so, oh, one thing to note, when they, after she gets the painting, they go back home, and he's like, oh, where do you want this? Like, you want to, like, have dinner? And she's like, no, I'm literally, like, so tired. I'm going to die right here in this bed. I need she to go to sleep. She doesn't change. She no. just lays in bed and goes to sleep. Yeah. So Jack's like, hmm, something's going on. So Jack yeah, knows. Okay. He knows something's up with her. See, I think he's just oblivious. And he's like, oh, she's just tired. That too. But then in the morning, they go to watch the sunrise. Because Which I, the sunrise in this is terrible. It looked like a sunset. It was so badly cgi'd yeah not good no anyways continue yeah so they are watching the sunrise probably because she went to bed at 8 p.m honestly so she probably woke up at five and was like oops my bad i guess we can go watch the sunrise oopsies and it is 
this was my romantic moment really? like top yes because okay i know we're i not. was so uncomfortable in the scene um i was uncomfortable but it was beautiful it was really sweet so they're just snuggling up together watching the sunrise and he's like did you do you want to know when i first fell in love with you the moment the exact moment it was when we liked this moment too true it was really cute so he All reminds the us one. of the time in season one when baby chloe still didn't have her mom um because lily wasn't ready to accept her yet fine whatever and he's like the exact moment we when we when we were on a picnic with baby chloe and that's when i knew it was this feeling that i've been missing something my whole life and that's when i knew it was you and then they kiss he's just he is so good at giving speeches he is and that is why it makes it romantic for me because everything else is super uncomfortable in that scene yeah but he knows how to give a speech he really does and then he like she like turns around to like look at the sunset sunrise Mm -hmm. they kiss kiss and he she turns back around and he's there on his knees and she's like no no he's like there's something i've been wanting to ask you and i've been wanting to ask you for a while mel and she's like no stop stop i have something to tell you dude no 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 wait 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 jack i'm pregnant he's pumped he's like oh my gosh really okay i know the timing is wrong now you be mel jack oh my gosh i'm so excited oh and that's literally where it ends the episode it ends there yikes Ooh, that Caroline was gross and I watched these episodes so separately so gross. these episodes this episode separately and i literally texted her afterwards and i was like what is happening yeah i what is this show wanted to quit immediately afterwards because mel of all people that is just so out of character i know it's ooc it really is so it's romantic from jack's end not from mel's end and uncomfortable for all of us to watch yes watching that the second time it was even worse because i knew it was coming mm-hmm. oh my gosh i just can't believe it and um, that is yeah, the season finale and not quite a nutshell no so we will tell share more about like our overall thoughts and feelings on the episode next or the overall season next episode of the podcast um in the meantime let's let's get into our last segment question corner all right question number one why does jack always want steak literally every time he ever suggests making dinner for mel he's like i can throw some steaks on the grill he's a meat and potatoes man that's why meat and potatoes literally that is the answer because he's a meat and potatoes guy you can't cook anything else no that is a legit like thing people Mm. are meat potatoes people and that's like all they want to eat it's their favorite meal thus it's his favorite meal that's why yeah Hmm. i'm not going to get into it further because that is literally the answer interesting were they unable to actually film a real life sunrise uh yeah because sunrise you know they probably had to shoot that scene several times right there were different angles so no that was not really sunrise it was definitely outside. It was terrible done, though. But no, I think the sun itself was added in post-production. Mm. That didn't feel very sunrisey, but it still felt like a cute, sweet moment, okay? You have to at least give it that. It was okay. Ugh, fine. All right, final question. Is Charmaine colorblind? 
How else is she missing all the red flags from Todd? <laughs> that was good. That was so good. Thank I don't you. know. Charmaine is just like so. She makes no sense to me. One day she thinks one thing and one day she thinks another thing. Last episode, she was like, I do not want to move to Eureka. And she told Todd, probably thinking this would like prolong the inevitable. Hey, I don't want to move to Eureka until we have a wedding date. And so then he's like, all right, let's get married now. Why does he want to go back to Eureka so bad? Because Eureka. Yeah. I don't know. Charmaine just wanted a man and now she has a man and he's rich. And so she's um, she has uh, dollar sign blinders on, I guess. And I'm like, girl, do you not do you not know the signs? She did not see the sign and it did not open up her eyes. She oh did not goodness. see the sign. Uh, Charmaine, again, yeah. bringing it back to an old theme and an old topic. Charmaine, Charmaine be better, be better. Please and thank you. From us. At the Virgin River Visitor Center. Yeah. Any other questions? Nope, that was it. All right. You know, I like a I like a good short and sweet question moment. That last question was amazing. Great thank job. You. Thank good you. Effort. I have been waiting to tell you that question all day. Oh, it's so good. Because I thought it was so good when I wrote it. I was really proud of myself. Um, all right. So to wrap it all up, let's go ahead and share final thoughts on no or a wedding no wait who a wedding who got married and a baby mel had a baby no funeral because hope didn't die wedding because charmaine got married Mm, that's right that's right thank you i forgot about that because i hated it yeah um i think you went first last time right i don't remember okay well no you did yeah you think i would know because i edited it but I'll go first this time, even if I'm not supposed to. Um, all right, I'm going to start off with my rating. I give this episode an A plus because, boy, was it full of drama. And they know how to give us a season finale. Brady's going to jail me, question mark. Preacher died, question mark. Mel's pregnant and doesn't know the father, question mark. Charmaine, question mark. Um, what else? What else? Oh, yeah. Is... That pizza going to be cold, question mark? Is Connie going to murder someone, question mark? Yeah. Leaving us with so many questions and zero answers as they do best. And this time making us wait possibly one whole year. Woo. So that is why I'm giving it an A+. Plus. Um, I want to dock some points, though. I'm still giving it an A+, plus, but there's a caveat, which is it's an A+, plus, but I hate this Mel storyline. I'm fine with Mel being pregnant, but don't make her have questionable life choices like this. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Um, my MVP of the episode um, is, I guess, I I don't know, maybe Lizzie for being there for Doc. That was nice. Mm-hmm. She introduced him to the internet and music and Apple. That was nice of her. I mean, she didn't really turn Gambler down, but maybe she will. I think she will. My worst character is Mike Ooh. because I hate him. He planted the gun in Brady's car 100% and he said those mean things to Brie and made her watch the whole thing of them Rude. taking her sexy boyfriend away. How dare. Hate this. I'm excited for season four. Woo. Woo. All right. So for me, I give it an A minus. Mm. 
still really good, but had a couple things that I thought could be better. Um, overall, it left me wanting more in a good way. Mm, because yeah. like you said, there was a lot of questions that we have now. Who's dead? Who's alive? Who's having a baby? Who's, who's the not? daddy? Who's Who be baby daddy for multiple people at this point? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who is baby daddy? That's what I really want to know. Who shot baby daddy? So I have a lot of Jack's questions. Jack's going to have three kids. <laughs> Ew, simultaneously. Ew, like they're all still in utero. <laughs> they're going to be in school at the same time. That's weird. They're only going to be like three months apart Honestly, in maybe it's for the best that Charmaine's children will be in Eureka. Maybe, because otherwise they're going to grow up as like... Siblings. What's sibling up? friends. Ew. Sibling I can't think about friends? I can't think about it. Continue. <laughs> so left me wanting more, but in a great way. Um, I'm excited for season four for that reason, but overall just, it was just, it was good, but not great. I thought it could have been better. Um, but I'm excited. You really kind of summarized most of my thoughts and my feelings and my vibes on the overall episode. And I agree. I gave MVP to Lizzie because she stood up for herself. She said, Ricky, you did not give me the option to tell you how I felt you took that option away from me by lying to me and I'm not going to stand for that I cannot be with somebody who's going to lie to me about something so big so shout out to Lizzie shout out Mm -hmm. to you for defending yourself and standing up for yourself worst person as per usual Charmaine every single time yeah because what are you doing what are you doing let Jack be involved right like why do you not want your child's father to be involved in their life? Are you that desperate for a man? I don't not know. even that cute or that nice? <sighs> Get over it, Charmaine. Yeah. Well, let's hope and pray that season P's four P's. will give us all of the answers that we are looking for. Maybe some characters will have breakthroughs about the people that they or have chosen to spend their lives with. And we are so excited for season four. Thanks for sticking out with us for season three. And stay tuned for our next episode where we will wrap up the wrap up season. The whole season. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Send us an email. The info is in our description below. And send us a voicemail if you would like to. We send will us your fan theories. Maybe we'll talk about them in the next episode. Yeah. And do not be a Sally and kill people and wear your impractical footwear in the woods of Virgin River. Thanks for stopping by. This is Virgin River, a town where the internet is slow, but the gossip and murder is fast.